Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations across the land. JoePags.com. iHeartRadio 2. And with permission from the Guthrie family, I present to you Friday. Give me some strings. Horn section. That was me. Big lunch. Harry always trying to keep up with the Pagsies. What day is it anyway? Bring it, Bob Guthrie. Friday. I love it. Thank God it's. Thank God it is Friday. Friday. Thank God it's. Thank God it is Friday. Let's go ahead and make it a free speech Friday. Come on. Free speech Friday. Ah, freedom. Uh huh. Say what? Bring it down. 1-800-383-9624. JoePags.com. At JoePags.com. You can interact via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram email you can also scroll down just a little bit sign up for the newsletter a lot of people are doing that they, they seem to like the newsletter so far for those who weren't listening earlier in the week we sadly lost bob guthrie at age 81 what was it last saturday carrie something yeah, like that it was on saturday yeah um uh, and uh, a big loss for the woai family that's our flagship station big loss for san antonio and certainly a big loss for broadcasting and and my, you know my my heart and my and my thoughts and my prayers all go to him and to his family. Um, I will be at his memorial on Monday, and uh, I'm lucky enough to be able to say a few words about the man. But that's his voice that you hear in the Friday song, and you've heard that for upwards of a decade now. It was actually, it had to have been over 10 years ago when he did that for me. Um, and then he redid it for me again. And the, the whole backstory there, and I feel like I have to tell it now, um, and I told it a few times, is that... Um, when I first got the job at WOAI as the morning guy, we were we were playing some weird Friday song. Paul, do you remember what Friday song it was? It was some weird, some kind of a, a Friday song that I would not have played. It was from a different group. Maybe it was Cream who did it or something. What was it? You can press the button. I think it was, um, I think the group was called Easy Beats. And it was like uh, Friday on my Tuesday, mind. Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday. So it was some sort of weird Friday song. Yeah. I was like, look, I'm just a doofus from, you know, who grew up in the 70s and 80s. Let's go with Thank God It's Friday. And and the guy, thank God. It, you know, that really deep Thank God It's Friday. Bob had the biggest, loudest, you know, most authoritative voice I'd ever heard. And I said, Bob, you would sound great singing this. And I thought that he would go, thank God. it's, And he didn't. He said, Friday. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. That was and, so and he awesome. Just, 
He just like out of the blue. It's like, come on, Bob. And I kept like egging him on for weeks. And Paul, he didn't do it right away, right? I mean, I have to, I had to keep on asking him. Come on, Bob, give us the Friday song. Yeah. Friday. He, he, kept, he kept looking at you. He's like, no, no, no. no He's like, I'm not doing that. I'm a serious news guy. Thank God it's Friday. And he just really brought it so so hard. And I was like, dude, I'm going to the afternoon. Do you mind? Not a problem. Just make sure you get me. I think it was wild turkey. He wanted me to get him a bottle of wild turkey, I think. And did you? No, I never did. But you know what? I, I don't I don't feel bad because he also had like a key lime pie for when he retired. He wouldn't let any of us have a piece of it. Oh, well, that was right, his. So, Come on now. Well, exactly he right. For no, that but, key lime pie. but from what I understand, he always got a kick out of the fact that we kept on playing it uh, every yeah. Friday, and uh, and I've spoken with his family, and, and they and you know they were like, please, you know, continue keeping no, his voice alive, and I, I it's a it's an honor for me to be able to have him on my program. Believe me, it makes my show that much better. So uh, um, I sadly missed, and uh, and certainly I feel for for his loss. But for anybody who's wondering why is he still playing that song, well, because a I, I was hoping that I could. And B, the family 100% supports us doing that. All right, so it is Friday, Carrie, and yes. and even though you're being kind of a a, a jerk today, and this you know, uh-huh. people should understand, you're not you're not very nice, and you don't care about the listeners. But I'll still That's do this true. because you know uh, we've worked together a long time. Oh wow, you are gonna play it. You're not too mad at uh, me, are well, you? I really yeah. shouldn't. You notice it right back to you. <laughs> Come on. Oh. I don't know that I buy this, though. Oh, you know you do. It's a great song. I understand yeah. the Karina song is in the works. Oh, I've been good. told. That's awesome. Uh, Carrie Bucky Friday. Please, Joe, mm. just one day. No. Let her talk to me, Joe. Come on, Friday, girl. girl. Tell me what you got to <laughs> say. Don't laugh. What you got to it's kind of funny. <laughs> this is not funny. Oh, my way home. Uh-huh. She really turns me Say what? With a magic voice. Right. Uh-huh. She's gone. Nah, she's not really. Gone. Oh. She's my girl. Oh, she makes it party time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Carry Lucky Friday. It makes me feel alright. Be my Friday girl. Now bring it to me, girl. Carry Lucky Friday. Love that part. Corn dog. Stop. Be my Friday girl. You should have a corn dog in there. No. Carry Lucky. Carry. Carrie, Lockie, Friday. Oh, now bring it to us, girl. Oh, no. Carrie. Corn dog. <laughs> Should have been corn dog right no. at the end there. I, I no hope that he'll redo dog. it. I, he no needs to add corn dog. Mark, give me, a, give me a tag that just has please you singing don't. corn dog, please. Please. 1-800-383-9624. Of course, dominating the news today is, um, let me just start here. The people listening know that I'm a Cruz guy. I would like for, I'd like to see Ted Cruz get the nomination. If he doesn't, I'll vote for the nominee. Trump, I don't care who it is. Um, anybody would be better than, than Hillary or Bernie. But having said that, this is really a thing. And I just talked to Andy at, at, uh, at the boss over at our, our affiliate KIT, Kit, in, um, in, in Yakima. Is it Yakima or Ma? Do we know? Yakima. 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 But um, I just heard from him, and, and, and he at the end of his email, he, he put hashtag Cruz Booger. Did you know that's a thing? Well, yeah, I did. Now, I didn't see it, but I've heard people talk about it. Today. Oh, I saw it. You did. So what happened? Oh, yeah. What, what was it? What happened? Paula, did you see it? No, I did not. You realize it is a thing. That's a hashtag. <laughs> it's all over social media, Cruz Booger. Oh, I was not aware. There's stations right now going, well, why did we pick this guy up? He's talking about boogers. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I'm talking about real life people, okay? Let's get with it. Yeah, it is real life. I'm watching the debate. Well, first of all, I'm watching the debate, and and I get to watch about an hour of it or an hour or so. Then I have to put on a shirt. Then I have to put on pants. Then I have to put on a jacket. Please, yeah. And I I get my car, go to the studio. (laughs) Well, maybe I didn't get the car. (laughs) Please. But I went to the studio somehow. And um, and I appeared on Newsmax TV, and I talked about the debate. And you're right, I rocked it. And um, it, and I always enjoyed doing that. I love Newsmax TV. I just think it's a great network, and and I appreciate that they keep on coming to me. But uh, before I, I, we didn't talk about this during you know our conversation. But I actually was on television while the debate was still going on, so I it, I didn't bring it up myself. I didn't think it was appropriate to, but. There was a big hunk of something on on oh. Cruz's lip at one point. Now that I saw. And, and you ever get those things in the back of your throat that just sort of show up? In the back. Like, of ew, the what the hell was that? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was one of those things. But, there are people alleging that it was it was from his nose. Oh, oh, and that I thought that was like some kind of spit or something. Oh no, it was no? a hunk of something. It was like a uh, chunk of meat or something. Uh, no, no, it was like it was like bacon. <laughs> There was something going on there. I don't know what it was, but, I mean, there are uh, memes out there on it now. There are Vine videos out there on it now. And now there's a hashtag, hashtag Cruise Booger. That's really happening. That's a thing. That's what our country has become. And I'm watching it, and and this was me watching it. I'm just paying attention. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Somebody wave it. Oh. Get that off your... Somebody say something. So, and he swallowed it. Was it was just flopping right as he or, was. At, at, at uh, some point, he ingested it. At some oh, point, it went in. Wow. Did wow. not I'm fall off. At some it, point, but... it went in. Now, all listen, full disclosure, I don't, I don't remember seeing it coming from his nose. But it came from somewhere. And I think there should be an investigation. <laughs> so gross. But I thought that it would just go away because, you know, here we are in this day and age, and everybody's offended by everything. We're not going to talk about the, the fact that he, he's a human being, and things sometimes end up in your lip, and sometimes you don't notice <laughs> it. It happens. You know, I mean, what, what do you do at that point? Yeah. So I, I don't it, oh. it's a, it's really oh. a thing. Hashtag Crow's Booger. Lovely. Look it up. Put it in the Twitter. Put it in the Facebook. It's really there. No, not, but okay. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. Your thoughts on the debate from last night? I made some predictions about how Donald Trump and Megyn Kelly would would respond to each other. You heard what I said yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did you see what they did last night? Or you didn't watch it at I all. I did. Well, I heard. Yeah, I was in, in my car when they were doing that. When she first asked sorry, him a question. What did, what did you say? I was what? In my car. I no, I, I thought you were saying I was what, what when I predicted it yesterday. I'm not going to say it. Don't make me. Say what, what do you it. mean? Don't make me say it because you're going to make you say it. And why, then you're going to play it over and over again. Why can't you? I will well, not just tell say me, it. I, no, what, I will not. Was I right or was I wrong in my prediction? You, it, it, right. <laughs> what? <laughs> what don't, was that? don't make me say it. <laughs> was I right or was I wrong? Just say it. That's horrible. One. You won't even. It's the first one. Well, wait, well, what was the first one? I forgot. I'm getting old. <laughs> Come on, you know it. Say it. You were right. Oh, I got that. I've had that forever now. <laughs> I know you would. Because I was this close to saying, dang it! And you didn't want that. No, I know you didn't I, want that. I didn't want, I did not want that. All right. So, yeah, I predicted what they would do, how, how Megyn Kelly from Fox News Channel Donald Trump would mm-hmm. relate to each other last night. I'll have that when we come back. Plus, we'll take your phone calls. I know you watched the debate because the ratings were through the roof. 
people were watching this. And I got to tell you, I've got some criticisms. I've got some thoughts. Uh, I've got some feelings about what happened there. Also, make sure you uh, go ahead and make that journey to JoePags.com. Uh, a lot of people are like sending me emails going, hey, I really appreciate the, the Pags post. That's nice. Cool. Very nice. So stop. I, I don't make any money off of it or anything. I just want to be able to get you guys the links and the information that you hear during the show because I get a lot of emails from people saying, hey, where's that interview with that guy? Plus, I'm going to give you an interview with Jeffrey Lord, who had that fight with uh, with Van Jones. Mm-hmm. I did the interview yesterday before the debate, and he makes some predictions, and we talk about what will happen in the debate. I thought it'd be cool to play it today instead of yesterday uh, and, and see if we were right or wrong, but okay. also to sort of get the overview of why the establishment is going after Trump so hard. I mean, last night they went after him hard. And for me, the moderators were all anti-Trump as well. I mean, they had full screens made, and they were ready to go to attack him. They go, oh, well, watch this. It was very strange. 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Thanks. It is the Joe Pack Show. Great radio stations all over the place. 1-800-383-9624. So the debate last night, I really thought that it was going to be a, a little bit calmer. And by the way, I'm looking for the audio of Megan Kelly. I thought I had it. I don't have it. But we'll get it. Uh, and, and exactly what I said it would, would be yesterday, which was, well, hi, Mr. Trump. Well, hi, Megan. How are you? You look great. Mm-hmm. Oh, good to see you. So it was that. It was yeah. exactly what I thought it would be. I mean, anything other than that would have been really stupid. On both parties' part. I agree. I mean, it's, By it's the way. we're so over it already. Just Right, the enough debate. now. Come on, yeah. Enough now. So um, you've got the debate. It's now down to four. On the stage, from left to right, you had Rubio, Trump, Cruz, and then Kasich. And I'm not, what the hell John Kasich's doing? I don't, I don't, I, I just, I can't figure it out. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know. He I mean, because. I guess he said something about if I win Ohio, I've got a path to, to the to the nomination. But then he right, wants a brokered broker convention, convention. Mm-hmm. which which you know, a brokered convention, very basically, without getting into the nuts and bolts of it, would take away the votes of millions of Americans who voted a certain way. That means doesn't matter how you voted. Your delegates don't now have to represent you. They can now be they can now be talked into changing. And you know that's not where we want to be. 
So anyway, uh, watching the debate last night, I was very excited. So excited about the debate that I didn't watch the Spurs until like, you know, 1130. And they played early yesterday. And they did. By the way, Spurs win, go Spurs go. So, um, yep. but unfortunately, Golden State won again. You know, can Golden State stop winning, please? It'd be nice, right? It'd be nice to see them drop mm-hmm. ten or eleven games. Uh, I'm just going to put it right out that. there. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm watching the debate, and um, and, and and I'm like, yeah, every Trump was more presidential, or he was more not subdued. I want to say subdued, but he wasn't as sandbox-ish, if that's a word, and it's well, not. Well, he had his moments, though, don't you think? No, no, I'm talking about on Tuesday, when he won on Super Tuesday. Oh, okay, last I night, about the he debate. Went, oh, okay. Well, I thought he went backward again last night, which was kind of odd for me. Marco Rubio did the experiment of let's, you know, go after Donald Trump with his sweat mustache and his little hands and all this other stuff, and he did that for the better part of, what, a week, week and a half? At least, And it yeah. did not serve him well. He did not do well on mm-hmm. Super Tuesday. In fact... You know, I, I'm as almost as surprised that he's still in as I am that Kasich is still in, although Rubio has won one state. What the hell's the matter with you, Minnesota? So <laughs> so we we have that, and, and there they are on stage, and Rubio clearly has either now been coached again or has decided that he's not going to do what he's done for the last week and a half. And I don't know how you start doing that and then decide that you're not going to do that again. It, it was very strange. On the stage, you had Rubio, who is now trying to be presidential again, You've got Cruz or Trump, who was ready to pounce on anybody who said anything to him. Cruz, who tried to act like the dad. No, Donald, take a breath. Relax. Breathe. Count to ten. Breathe. Which I thought was effective for a little while. And then he, I think he took it too far. And then you got Kasich going, I know Ronald Reagan, and I was in Washington, and what we did in Washington, and what we balanced the budget. And I can do it there. And he just, I mean, I don't get why he's still there. I don't get who's funding the campaign. Yeah. John, listen, you really kicked ass in, uh, you know, in those states on Tuesday. I think you grabbed a one share, a 1%, <laughs> you know, in, in most of the states. Way to go. No delegates at all, but way to go. He seems to be pretty optimistic. He's going to win Ohio. He's talking about Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Then he's, he's going to sweep the north. He's going to up the delegates. Yeah. Oh, he's going to sweep the north. Yeah. Which uh, Trump is leading in, in Michigan. You know, he's leading in many places. So we'll see what happens. But last night, it, it, it actually got my heart pumping in an odd way. I was like, you guys got to stop this crap now because it started this whole hands thing again. Oh, the, the internet blew up over the the size of his hands, oh. and don't worry, there's no problem in other place. Yeah, I mean, come no, on. no worries. Don't believe me. We're doing just fine in the other place over there. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's no place for that. Well, there isn't, isn't. But Rubio started it. Rubio started it with okay. making that comparison out in the campaign trail, yeah. and Trump doesn't know how to not respond. And believe me, he's a typical New Yorker, and this is not a cutdown. New Yorkers don't take any crap. If you want to know how Donald Trump acts and why he acts that way, although she can back it up a little bit better, watch Judge Judy any day of the week. Just watch Judge Judy. Because that's exactly, well, where did you go to law school? Well, I went to law school, and my father was a dentist, and he put me through law school, so I think I know, so shut up. I mean, that's really what (laughs) you get from Judge Judy. Right. I mean, she's from Brooklyn. Uh, Trump is from Manhattan. I mean, they're New York City people. That's how they react. We judge don't care. Mm -hmm. Hashtag hashtag Cruz Booger. (laughs) Judge don't care. Yes. (laughs) So I'm watching it, and right when I think that he's going to take a breath, now you've got Rubio and Trump talking over each other again, and Trump interrupting when Cruz is talking, and the Mm -hmm. moderators try to do a better job, and because I'm in the business, I really believe this happened. It sounded to me like they were literally turning turning the microphones down when they wouldn't stop talking over each other. Then mm-hmm. later in the debate, it sounded like they stopped doing it. 
I'm like, well, no, either do that or don't do that. The candidates might not know that you turned it down, but the audience doesn't need to hear them talking over each other. And I've learned over my years of doing this for a living that if a caller calls in and insists on interrupting me, either I have to shut up and let them speak, which is rare, or I have to tell them, listen, nobody can hear you. Stop. Mm -hmm. Let me say what I'm going to say, and then you say what you're going to say. I promise I'll let you do it. And I always do. Even though people complain that I don't, I do. I always give them their say. Um, the fact is when Trump does that, it doesn't engender any sort of, um, goodwill for him. What engenders goodwill for him is the fact that he doesn't take any crap, but you can always pause 30 seconds, then fight back. And I think that would be much more effective. And I think that he's learning that little by little as the debate went on last night, he did start to stop, you know, interrupting everybody, but early on it got raucous, it got stupid. And I do believe, and look, I've been a Fox news fan for a long time. I used to be on there all the time. Um, but, but Fox News Channel and Chris Wallace specifically last night had full screens made to repudiate what Donald Trump was saying. And I didn't see these full screens made for Rubio and the Gang of Eight. I didn't see the full screens made for Kasich and whatever else. They were only made specifically for Trump. And I would bet, and I haven't done the math, but I would bet that 60 to 70% of all the questions were either based on or about or were somehow in relation to a policy or lack thereof of Donald Trump. Oh, and that's not fair to us watching. We want more. We want the real goods now. Look, we, we understand the generalities. Now we want the, the, the specifics. And, you know, attacking Trump and exposing whatever, fine. Make sure that you're doing that fairly with all four that are on the stage. Or else don't do it at all. And by the way, uh, Megyn Kelly, and I do have that audio now. Thank you, Karina. Megyn Kelly, um, I believe, goes after Trump on Trump University and has now been exposed as being incorrect in what she said about it. That's a day, a day too late, though. Keep it here. Much more to come on a Free Speech Friday. You're listening to Joe Pags. All right, glad to have you. Free Speech Friday edition, the Joe Pags Show, 1 800 383 9624. Whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. Also, JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Wrote an article there about uh, Mitt Romney's speech yesterday and how dumb it was. Um, it, it called it, What a Wasted Opportunity, Mitt. Uh, so go there. That's the that's the featured story on the page. Just click on that. You can go in. I believe now that we've got it set up, you can actually leave comments via Facebook. So you don't have to sign up for the for the website or anything. And again, if you want that email that I'm sending out now, the newsletter every night, just scroll down a little bit, subscribe to the newsletter. Just put in your email address and click on subscribe, and there you go. Carrie, did you subscribe? Uh, yes, I did several days ago. Did you ago. get the letter? I have. I get it every night. They, I mean, did you love it? Where you're like, man, this is great. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Whatever. Is that good? Or, 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 or did you say, you know, <laughs> like, oh, I already know all this crap. I'm on the show. I know. What is this? This is garbage. <laughs> but you know, like the, the Pags box. post thing on top is pretty cool, right? I love that. That's it's good. not bad. It's well, because well, Sam came up with it. Uh, yeah, so that's why. And my daughter so Sam does it. You're, you're, you're down. I'm but if I do it, then it, just, it sucks. Like, eh, yeah. You know. Mm. 1-800-383-9624. Here's how Megyn Kelly and Donald Trump greeted each other yesterday uh, or last night. And you'll remember... Um, I, I posed this question. How do you think they're going to react to each other? And this is exa- exactly what I said they'd do. Mr. Hi. Trump. Hi. Hello. How you doing? Nice to be with you, Megan. Great to have you nice here. You. You're looking well. You're looking well. As are well. you. <laughs> there you go. Exactly what I said. Mm-hmm. Exactly Very what I said nice. they would do. And, and look, you have to do that. 
How can you not do that? So there, there are a ton of people, or there is a ton of people, online, whether it be YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or wherever it happens to be, who are going on and on and on about how great it was that Megyn Kelly exposed Donald Trump for the alleged fraud that she says is Trump University. And I guess Marco Rubio was saying that it has a D-minus grade from the Better Business Bureau, and Trump said it's been raised to an A. And at that point, Megyn Kelly took Rubio's side, and and the, the fireworks, you know, started. And telling people whatever you think you need to say to Rubio. get them to do what you want them to do. And that's what Donald has done throughout his career. Well, he did. That's why Trump University is so relevant here. I saw this video last week where he's sitting in front of a camera saying, we're going to hire the best people and I'm going to handpick them. And they're going to be handpicked instructors, the best instructors in the world. One of them, by the way, was the manager at a Buffalo Wild Wing. And that's who they hired to do this. And people. What I found funny about that comment from Marco Rubio is he thought saying that one of the instructors was a manager at Buffalo Wild Wings. He thought that would get a big round of applause because how could a manager at Buffalo Wild Wings have a brain? I think that really fell flat. He had that planned. I think that really fell flat because, you know what, people who are out there managing, you know, food places like that, restaurants like that, are extremely intelligent people, and it's not easy work. It's actually hard work. It's harder than, you know, being a senator and never going and voting. I'm just saying. I'm just going to put it out there. So that actually fell on its ear, and that showed me a little bit about Marco Rubio that I didn't know before. Borrowed money, and they signed up for this fake university. And these people owe all of us money now, and they got nothing in return for it. But you were willing to say whatever you had to say to get them to give you their money. Go ahead, and we're not going to we'll do that to our country. We'll find out when we have the trial. By the way, just so you understand, this is a case I could have settled very easily, but I don't settle cases very easily when I'm right. 98% approval rating. We have an A from That's the false. Better Business Bureau. We have a 98% approval rating of people That's that false. took the course. We have an A from the Better Business Bureau, and people like it. Now... He's saying they didn't learn. We have many, many people that will be witnesses. Again, I don't settle cases. I don't do it because that's why I don't get sued very often, because I don't settle, unlike a lot of other people. We have a situation where we will win in court, but many of the people that are witnesses did tremendously well and made a lot of that's money false. by taking the course. Go ahead. Now, now, Rubio jumps in the whole time. That's false, that's false, that's false. So now she gives... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Rubio a chance to respond to Trump saying it had a D minus. It's been elevated to an A. Uh, now Rubio's going to respond. The, the, well, the you're going to see. You're going to see. You don't know. It's a D minus. Go ahead. It's Senator it's Rubio. It's a D minus. No, no. I've read wrong. the No, no. Before they had the information. Go on my hold, website. Hold, Marco Rubio. Megan, before com, we'll they had the information. Wait, wait. Senator the Rubio. Senator Rubio, stand by. Let him finish his Once point quickly. Once they had the information, it got, it is right now an A. Once they had the information, it got switched. The only reason that it was a D was because we didn't care. We didn't give them the information. The when they got the information, it became an A. With, a with respect, the... wait, with respect. Now, now, Trump says it became an A. That The argument here is what is the grade at the Better Business Bureau for this so-called um, Trump University? 
what is the grade? And, and, and Rubio would have you believe it was a D minus. Trump would have you believe it was an A. Why is that important? Well, it's important. Did people who went there and spent money for tuition to this business school, did they leave with a good impression of what they learned or a bad impression of what they learned? Trump says 98% signed the card, said great. He also talks a little bit later about how he gave refunds to some people. But he talks about how it was a D or a D minus because we never gave the information to the Better Business Bureau. Now that this thing came out, we gave them all the, the paperwork that we had from all the people that came, and now we have an A. That's what he says. Rubio's saying that's a lie that never happened. Now, Megyn Kelly's going to jump in, too, and she's going to now take one of the sides. Went back at, with respect, we went back and looked at this. Yes. The, the rating from the Better Business Bureau was a D minus. That's the last publicly available rating in 2010, and it was a result of the number of complaints they had but received. But it was elevated to an A. Just, it was just, never elevated. That's never it been publicly elevated released. elevated to an A. I can but, give it to you. But, I will give it to you. Let, let, let's just bring the viewers tomorrow. up to speed. Let's just bring it the viewers up to speed. It was elevated to an A. Let me, let me just set the record, and then you guys can have at it. Again, that's the argument. Was it an A or a D minus? Carrie, I'm thinking that's a pretty big disparity. Uh, very big, yes. Because if it's a D minus, it sucked and it was no good, and and <laughs> that's going to go good. into the going to go into the narrative that that they did something wrong. If it's an A, hey, they did great. Mm-hmm. Now he and Donald Trump is is a lot of things, but he's not a dumb guy. Now he's not anywhere near as smart as Ted Cruz, and maybe not as smart as Rubio. But when it comes to business and when it comes to what he knows about his own brands or businesses, you would think that he would be the expert. So either he's bold faced lying right now, or then last night. Or he knows this information. I don't think the guy would go out and insist it's an A when it's so easily checked. Mm-hmm. So here, here's how it continues. It was Trump University, which was a business that you started, and it was marketed to, ma- to many people. And now there is a class action of over 5,000 plaintiffs against you, Mr. Trump. Right. And it involves veterans, and it involves teachers, and it involves so-called little guys, working class and lower working class and middle class, who say that they were fleeced, who say it was a scam. The class has been certified, and, and in that case, you countersued the lead plaintiff, alleging that you were being defamed. That case was thrown out and against her. The lead her. plaintiff is now getting out of the case because, because it's so bad but, for her. But, but what happened a letter, was... Excuse me. The lead plaintiff signed a letter saying how great it was and is on tape saying how great okay, it was. Okay, but, but, no, but stand by. But what happened in that case was... You countersued her. The court threw out your countersuit and made you pay almost $800,000 in legal fees of hers. And you made the same argument about 98% of the people being happy with Trump University. And that woman in particular signing a survey saying she liked it while someone was standing She's over her shoulder. And this is what this is what the Court of Appeals found. They said that the, the plaintiffs against you are like the Madoff victims. And they, this is what the Court of Appeals said. They found that victims of con artists often sing the praises of their victimizers until they realize they have been fleeced. All right, so there you go. That's the back and Mm -hmm. forth. So Megyn Kelly now, because this topic was brought up and because she knew what Rubio was going to say, they've got a full screen made talking about, you know, it's a, this is like a Bernie Madoff victims. I mean, they really had the ammunition against Trump last night. So the question is, is it a D minus or is it an A? Who is telling the truth? Well, today, the Observer, Observer.com, reported, and here's the headline, Megyn Kelly 2016 is Candy Crowley 2012. Remember what Candy Crowley did when, when Mitt Romney called President Obama out because he didn't call the attack in Libya, in Benghazi, a terrorist attack immediately. Candy Crowley took Obama's side and actually argued with Mitt Romney when that's inappropriate. 
Now, I don't dislike Megyn Kelly. I've interviewed her husband. I've been on her show. Um, not the new show, but I was on the show that, that she used to run that was earlier in the day, probably six, seven years ago. I don't dislike her. I think she's very good at her job. But there's something here that needs to that bears mentioning. If the Observer could have found this out and printed it today, immediately, after the, after the debate last night, I mean, couldn't she have the resources or shouldn't she have the resources to check what she's saying before she goes out there? Now, this is what the Observer reported today. Carrie, did you see this? I did not. They're calling her the Candy Crowley of, uh, of today. This is written by Ken Curson. Uh, During the second debate of the 2012 presidential election, Candy Crowley asserted herself in a way that just may have changed the course of history, ditching the moderator's long-established protocol as neutral poser of of probing questions. The CNN correspondent corrected Mitt Romney's answer to her inquiry about the attack on the U.S. diplomatic mission in Benghazi, Libya. The exchange clearly rattled Mr. Romney after crushing President Obama in the first debate. Romney had felt new energy behind his campaign. Ms. Crowley's unusual self-appointment as fact-checker helped unravel Mr. Romney, and he never quite regained the confidence or poll numbers he enjoyed after his first strong debate. Presidential campaigners are astronomically astronomically complicated, and um, it's easy to point to one thing that derailed the candidate, especially a candidate as hideously hideously misinformed as as Mr. Romney, who lost for U.S. Senate after disavowing Ronald Reagan, didn't run for re-election in Massachusetts, blah, 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 blah. We know what happened in 2012. Still, there's no doubt, the writer continues, that the Candy Crowley episode played a role in arresting Mr. Romney's campaign. She clearly got in his head. Fifteen months later, Mr. Romney told the Daily Caller, I don't think it's the role of the moderator in a debate to insert themselves into the debate and declare a winner or loser on a particular point. Considering just a few examples, the fight uh, to nominate a replacement for Justice Scalia or the Iran deal, it's easy to see how differently things may have turned out had another moderator been on stage with Mr. Romney on October 16, 2012. All very good points. So how does that get to Megyn Kelly? Well, we'll scroll down a little bit here. Fox News host Megyn Kelly had, of course, already engaged in a high-profile battle with the Republican frontrunner Donald Trump. Back in August, during the first uh, Republican debate, Ms. Kelly asked Mr. Trump, appointed and, to my ears, fair, the writer writes, questioned about his past interactions with women, and he responded aggressively, plus followed up with the ensuing days with gross suggestions about how she had blood coming out of her eyes, blood coming out of her, whatever. Then he skipped the next debate that Fox hosted just before the Iowa caucuses. That's all, that all seems kosher to me, the writer writes, and immensely fun to watch unfold. But something happened last night that was way out of bounds, and because I've yet to read a single accurate reflection on it, I once again wade into treacherous territory, he, he writes, on an issue that the Observer knows better than any other outlet, the battle for narrative regarding Trump University. Megyn Kelly said of the school, which has become a talking point for Mr. Uh, Mr. Trump's opponents, the rating from the Better Business Bureau was a D-. That's the last publicly available rating. Mr. Trump replied it was elevated to an A. Ms. Kelly argued with Trump, saying that's never been publicly available. Then she proceeded to shush both Mr. Trump and Mr. Rubio, who was clearly delighted that Ms. Kelly was doing his bidding as he's made Trump University the centerpiece of his knocks against Mr. Trump. She said, let me just set the record straight, and then you can have at it. At this point, Ms. Kelly walked through the substance of the case, noting there are 5,000 plaintiffs, all the rest, even comparing Mr. Trump to Bernie Madoff and putting up a screen on screen, an incendiary quote from the judge that certified the class action for the, for the Ninth Circuit. All of that's fine, if a bit over the top in its detail, considering that no other candidate was subjected to this kind of uh, produced set piece. Mr. Trump also had a TV clip uh, mashup treating, uh, treatment that he missed and skipped the last Fox debate. But the problem is twofold. First, Kelly appointed herself fact checker, exactly as Ms. Crowley did, four years earlier. By correcting Mr. Trump and saying that's never been publicly available, she's no longer simply referring 
uh, refereeing, but awarding points as well. Second, she's wrong. And she had to have known it, the writer writes. Just three days earlier, NBC News ran an extensive exploration of the ratings question. It was a fact-check piece based on Mr. Trump making the same A-rating claim on Meet the Press. In a story headlined, Better Business Bureau, Trump right on A-rating. Mostly, NBC concluded that the rating did indeed fluctuate as he indicated at the debate. The story reads, in fact, according to the rating agency, Trump appears to have undersold things at times in the past. His university had an A-plus rating. It goes on to say, but it's not all good news for the Republican frontrunner. The Better Business Bureau's ratings are dynamic and are based on a constantly shifting algorithm, meaning they're changing all the time. Over the years, the company's rating had fallen as far as D-, minus an assessment Trump chose not to mention Sunday. Yet Ms. Kelly said the, the A rating had never been publicly available. Naturally, the campaigns of Trump's rivals ate it up. As predictably, the media quickly applauded Ms. Kelly's acumen. She was wrong. Not only was it an A, it was an A-plus at one point. And to say it was never publicly available when NBC News had put it out there publicly, I mean, what else do you need? I think that we all would have been better served last night by the very talented, very intelligent Megyn Kelly, along with Chris Wallace and Brett Baer, had they just been the moderators. Maybe Candy Crowley, which he did, is seen as some sort of a heroic thing four years ago. It wasn't. It was, it was outside the responsibilities of the job. The job requires you, you go there, you moderate the debate, and then you stay silent otherwise. You don't, make pre, you, don't, you don't ask questions that are loaded, expect a certain answer, and then say gotcha by putting up a full screen that you had produced hours earlier. That doesn't make sense, especially in this case when the full screen was dead wrong. That's a problem for me. And I thought that it was important that you find out, and again, I'm a cruise guy. I'm not pushing for Trump, but I want fair for everybody. And that was unfair last night. 1-800-383-9624-JoePags.com. Joe Pags. Thanks. Got this from John via email, JoePags.com. Megan said in a post-debate show that Donald Trump gave her a paper after the debate was over that showed the A Better Business Bureau rating for Trump University. So she corrected herself after the debate, but the damage was done. I have yet to hear much of an apology from Fox News for putting their thumb on the scale with that gotcha moment during the debate. Love the show. Hi, Carrie. Spelled oh, wrong. Nice. Well, that's Spelled okay. incorrectly. Know, it's really not. Because you know what fine. that means? It's not really to you. It's not really to yes, you. Yes, it is to me. No, it's really not. Yes, it nope. is. Nope, I've decided. <laughs> and I'm the decider. You can't decide that. No. We go to the phone lines on a free speech Friday. A lot of people want to be heard. Let's go to Josh in Houston. Hi, Josh. Hey, what's going on, Joe? Living a dream, man. Talk hey. to me. Hey, I had a question since you're probably one of the very few. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chum. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Voices on the radio that I can actually trust. And it was about the debate, especially Ted okay. Cruz. Uh, when he ate his booger, do you think it tasted like sugar? Well, that's a great question. Hey, how you doing? You know what's interesting is he waited 38 minutes to say that on the radio. Really? Love my love my Houston peeps. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna let somebody else in Houston fix that because I can't just let that be the taste in our mouth. Get it, the taste in our mouth. Uh, What's going on, Mike? Hello. Come on, Mike. Bring it. Joe, how you doing, man? Hey, furniture. What's going on, dude? Hey, man, everything all right, man? I'm sitting here listening to you, man. Can I speak to you? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. I'm always listening to you, man. You, you know? Well, I appreciate hey, that, Mike. Check this out, man. Donald yeah. Trump. This, uh, I mean, what's her name? Uh, uh, Kerry? Megan Kelly, yeah. Megan Kelly, I'm sorry, yeah. She's been had it in for Donald Trump from day one. And, and I'm like, this man tried to dodge her, man. And she ended up wiggling her way right back into where she could debate him, and I'm like, man, you know, why is she trying to throw him off, off track? I'm not a Republican, Joe. You know me. You just go ahead. Come on now. Right. Absolutely. No, but, 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 I mean, if, if it's unfair, it's unfair. You can see that. That's what I'm saying. And, and I'm like, why are they picking at him? You know, okay, the man made a, a, a bad business deal. You're a businessman. You know, just like you, have, you go from job to job till you get your better job. Okay, he's going to have some, some, some uh, bad business deal sometime. But look where he at, though. Right. And, and uh, I like the way he come at, you know, the Republicans, not the Republicans themselves, but just people, period, if they wrong. He come at them, he let them know, look. I think well, he, Mike, I'm almost out of time. You know I have to do this. Furniture, Joe. Did you say furniture? Oh, come on, man. You're throwing me oh, off the subject. Dude, oh, there's right. an R in there. It's furniture. Say it with me. Furniture. 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 Mike, we love you like a brother. Get off the phone. We can't have Mike you on, Gary, and not play. I know. And not play. He's furniture, Mike. I don't know. We just have to do it. Furniture. Uh, we we love him, though, and I'm glad that he called in. 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. Joe Pags. This is the Joe Pags Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks. It is the Joe Pags Show. Great radio stations across the land. JoePags.com. iHeartRadio 2. On a Friday. Strings, please. Where are my horns? Sorry. That was me. Protein bar. Top of the hour. Protein. Carrie always keeping up. Keeping up with the Josies. What day is it anyway? Where's Bob Guthrie? Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. We love it. Friday. Uh huh. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. What the heck? Let's make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Freedom. Say what? Bring it down. 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. 
Whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. For those who are joining us uh, late and you're, you're in San Antonio and the surrounding areas, I'm proud to continue using Bob Guthrie's voice on our Friday song. Although Bob sadly passed uh, less than a week ago, his family has uh, has said they would love for me to continue using it, and, and I'm absolutely honored. And I will use that song as long as they allow and as long as I'm on the air. How about that, Carrie? I it's love that. It's a little something, something I'll put out there. I love it. I love Bob. 1-800-383-9624. It is an election year, so of course. Come on. Hey! Great question. We better get it right. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Is it Trump, Rubio? I'm taking a cruise. Don't know. If there's one more left. You know the right will lose. I'm looking around. The country's a mess. Who's saying Obama? He can care less. I'm gonna vote for Joe Pike. Damn Skippy. We need some common sense. Hey, Barack. Your time is true. Uh-huh. But if you got time for a beer or two, you bet. I tell you how to get this country back. Uh, Listen yeah. to the voice, Joe Pags. You better. Hey, you're taking our guns, you're taking our rights, you're working on taking our lives. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, Joe for president, Carrie Vice President, yeah. Polo yeah. could be Secretary of Pop Culture Definitely. and Blackos. Arena could keep them from all screwing up. That's true. And Carrie have her picture on a corn-colored wooden nickel. And you can just kiss my Joe and Carrie in 2016. Joe and Carrie, yes. I think it'd be a good thing. Joe and Carrie, goodbye. We'll get a little bit of Thanks. Thank you. Uh, we love you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for dropping by. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, say a few words, uh, VP. Oh, how sweet. Hey, I- I'm getting email. Look, uh-huh. what does classified wow. mean? Wow, oh. bad choice. Well, who is Ben Gossie? Such a Get bad off choice. My stage. Uh, there you go. It's uh, 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. We've got a lot to get to. During the program, I'm going to attempt to get to um, a story that I've had for a few days. A Sikh army captain is suing the Department of, uh, of Defense to keep his beard and turban. Really? You heard about that no. one? No. Hmm. That'll be interesting. A Sikh, S-I-K-H, is Sikh, and um, you know they wear turbans as part of their, their culture and religion and, and beards. And I don't know. I think this is an easy equation, and I'm I'm going to say he shouldn't be able to keep that. And I'll explain that. I'm not at all, you know, somebody who discriminates against anybody for their religion or whatever, um, or or really anything they they do. You ask me my opinion, and I'll give it to you. But this is actually a very simple one for me. If you want to do a certain job, there's a certain dress code. Either you can do the dress code or you can't. It's really up to you. So we'll talk about that. Um, also, there's an NFL player. And this is a player who actually made uh, a lot of noise on social media, I don't know, six or eight months ago. He, uh, he posted the participation trophies that his sons got from their local sports gathering. Mm-hmm. And, and he said that they, he took them away. He said, they're not going to have participation trophies. Right. Uh-uh. So I like his attitude as a parent. Well, he talks about something he does as a parent. And he talks about why he does it. And uh, this is starting some controversy today as well. 1-800-383-9624. Meantime, we go back to the phone lines and say hi to John. Uh, well, actually, uh, Karina, do me a favor, check line two, see if John is still there. Let me go to line three and Lenny in Dripping Springs. Lenny, what's going on? 
Uh, hi, Joe. It's Lanny. A quick comment, if I could, please, about the Megyn sure. Kelly piece. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, my understanding is that there were actually three of those rather controversial uh, pre-produced uh, pieces, one for Rubio, Cruz, and Trump. And the two for Rubio and Cruz were actually brought out during the previous debate that Mr. Trump skipped. And since it was already in the can, I think they just trotted out this one uh, since he was at the uh, debate uh, with Megyn Kelly. Well, I watched that. I watched that last debate. I don't remember those those other full screens coming out, but I do know last night that that Chris Wallace had two or three on Trump. Megyn Kelly had one on Trump, and they had a, a bunch of videos on Trump as well. So I, it was really, really loaded. I felt last night against Trump. Um, and, and and the one problem I have with the whole Trump University thing is she was dead wrong about it, and that's a problem. Go ahead. What else? Yeah, well, it could be. And like I said, I, I don't have any really dog in that fight. But I think that the, uh, the thing about it is, is if it was outdated materials, that could give a partial information or a partial explanation because that piece was already in the can. They'd produced it some time ago. I think it was the previous. Well, that, that, that is not a good excuse for, for a world-class television network to get it wrong. Absolutely not. They should they yeah. should have not done that. But I guess all my point being was that there were three pieces done, and there was a slick piece like that that was brought out uh, for Rubio and Cruz on a previous debate. Okay, I'm with you. Go ahead. What else? That was it. Just want to be sure to say that might give some personal information as to why it might have looked like it was. Uh, uh, a trumped-up piece, if you will, just to get Well, well it certainly did last. I mean, again, if you don't have a dog in the hunt and you're watching it objectively, last night's debate standing on its own legs was way anti-Trump, and it didn't make oh, sense oh, to me. I, yeah, all right. Uh, Lanny, I appreciate you. Thanks. Open line now at 1-800-383-9624. Let's go to line two and John in Floresville. Hi, John. Good evening, Joe. How you doing? I'm living the dream, man. What's up? Hey, I just... Uh... I'm going to tell you, I'm getting kind of tired of watching the debates because, uh, first off, all the mudslinging has taken place in the sandbox that you talked about earlier. Yeah. All this has been started by Trump, okay? He started it way back in the beginning with the uh, the woman candidate, was it Carly Fiorina? Right. Talking about her face. As time has gone by, all he's done is tell us he's going to build this big wall and – Okay, fine. He's going to build this big wall. Right. We're we're looking for a president. Okay, people are looking for leadership and guidance. And I don't see leadership, but what he's done is he's been calling everybody so many names through time that he's basically turned this into a big fight now. Everybody is fighting amongst each other. Yeah. Other than last night, Ted Cruz looked. He looked. He didn't have a cool head last night. Well, I think Ted Cruz. I think Ted Cruz's objective last night was to look like the the adult, and he acted like that. And I think he did a good job. He also gave some some very good items, some some specifics, some specifics on exactly what he would do in many many different realms. He was being talked over a bit by Trump, and then he'd asked Donald, "Take a breath, calm down." I mean, he did a good job in handling his his own. Um, having said that. Trump, to me, is a reactionary. Yeah, he said, "Can you? do you want that face in the presidency or whatever about Fiorina? Then he apologized to her or whatever. But to say that Trump is not a leader, I got to tell you, man, that, that's a stretch. Now, uh, uh, John, well, I like well, you. I, I no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't, I didn't interrupt while you were talking. I'm going to stop talking in a second, and then you're, you're more than – you can go on as long as you want. Having said that, the man's worth $10 billion. The man does employ thousands and thousands of people. The man's name is known by you and me, not from a reality show. We knew about Donald Trump, the developer, from way before then. He is a huge success. And I'm not saying that to, to build him up. I'm a, I'm a Cruz guy. You know that I am. I've had Ted on a million times. I'm, I voted for Ted, and I'll vote for him again. Having said all of that, you can't claim he's not a leader. He clearly is somebody who is a leader of Trump International. Go ahead. 
No, I, I agree with you on that. He is a leader. But I think he's found a way to divert everything away from everybody. Nobody is anymore. The debates are no longer talking about what is our president going to do if one of y'all becomes a president on the stage. He's, he's diverted this away to nothing but a mudslinging fight where nobody is talking about anything other than calling each other names, trying to degrade each other. It's, it's just a big fight. And the Democrats probably now I'm myself, I'm a cruise man. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And me too. I think he did great last night. But the point is he is diverting people. But I haven't seen anything really come out of him other than you're going to build the wall. Uh, you're going to try to penalize the big companies. Now, when you talk about his tens of billions of dollars, Let's see what he does when he goes up against companies. Okay, he's worth $10 billion. These companies are worth tens of billions, and he wants to go up against them and try to penalize them. Okay, there is ways you can work with companies to bring some work back to the U.S. But the way he's going to approach it, He's a peon in money compared to what they are in money. We're talking, we're okay. talking about individual wealth compared to company or corporate wealth. There's a big difference there. Having said all of that, I mean, when you when you talk about it, and, and again, take away the fact that you and I are cruise guys. Let's just talk about a company leaving like Carrier. A Carrier is going to go or Ford's going to go to Mexico. That's going to happen. They go to Mexico. Why? Because labor is much, 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 much cheaper. And it doesn't cost them a dime other than just the transportation cost to get those goods back into the United United States. That's a fact. We know that. And Mexico right now has an unfair trade imbalance with us where they've got a big surplus, $58 billion. If Trump or anybody who's running the joint says, we're going to charge you 35% in a tax or a tariff on any carrier AC you try to, you try to bring into the United States, that company now has to make a decision. That 35% on top of our costs, our costs are really much lower than they were in the United States, are they 35% lower? Can we still sell air conditioners in the United States if we have to pay a 35% tax? Or if a Trump or a Cruz or a Rubio or a Kasich presidency lowers the corporate tax down to 10, 15, 20% instead of 39.6 or 35%, will that save us money to bring the, the manufacturing back to the United States? I think what he says makes a lot of sense. If you really think about it, without having look you don't like donald trump i get it that's fine a lot of people don't like rubio i get it that's fine take all that away just basic real math if you lower the corporate tax and if you charge a tariff for companies that leave the country and then try to ship their goods back in wouldn't that entice the companies to come back just for the bottom line no it, it would entice the companies to come back i agree with right. i'm not arguing that, that point. that's what he's that's what he's saying but he has to go through the house through the senate uh, nothing he's saying has been proven or can be proven yet, and 
the, the campaign is being diverted away from people. I want to hear this on the stage being talked about. That's what he said. How he said it last night. He this? said it about Carrier. He said it about Ford. He said he's going to make a penalty so that it will really hurt them if they dare get up and leave. That's what he said. Did you not hear that? I know that he's always attacking Rubio and little Marco, and that's stupid. I agree with you. He shouldn't be doing that. It's time to, to, to be an adult. But he did say this, and he said this over and over. You just have to listen to it. He really is saying it. Now, I think that Cruz is going to bring back jobs and manufacturing is going to do a great job. But, I mean, I'm not going to pretend that I don't hear Donald Trump, the businessman up there, because I do hear it. Okay. Well, now, due to my travel, I, I can't catch every single debate. I got it you. It seems like when I do, yeah. I hear a bunch of people bickering on the stage, and I want to yeah. see somebody stand up and be a president. Speak to the people. Tell them what you're going to do. Yeah. And what are you going to do to lead us? That's what I'm looking for, and I'm not— I'm not seeing it. I can't see them all, and I'm not seeing it. And that's what I'm I want in the future is somebody to step forward and be the leader. And that's what I'm looking for. And I know this well, radio hey, John, hey, John, I'm way late for a break. I, I, that, your point is very, very well taken, and I hear what you're saying. Uh, and, and, look, I understand you can't watch every second like I do. I, I watch this that I can, I can now disseminate the information to you. Having said all that, the, speci- the specificity – why do I have a problem with that word, Carrie? I don't know. The specificity – is lacking in what Trump says. I get it. But when he does talk about how he would get that, that, that manufacturing back into the United States of America, that does make sense to me. I do understand it. Now, the argument from the, from the uh, establishment Republicans is if you put a 35% tax on it, then they're going to raise their prices through the roof. No, they're not. They're going to bring the jobs back here to save the money. Look, we've got the highest corporate tax rate on planet Earth. We've got to change that, make it more conducive for people doing business here. That's not very hard to understand. 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. Show 1-800-383-9624, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot com. My article on Mitt Romney's speech yesterday, which was ridiculous. Also, I there. scroll down a little bit if you'd like to uh, to get the newsletter. It is, uh, you just put in your email address and click on subscribe, and we'll get you logged on to there, and we'll get you a, a PAGS post every night. Station list is there. The archive is there. If you want to hear previous shows, you can listen live from there. The webcam is there, and all of our great sponsors are listed there as well. And, and I'm going to add a page of Meet the Crew, but uh, I'm still putting the pictures together. I'm not sure that I like what, uh, what Kerry and Polo sent me. Actually, Polo sent me a good one. He sent me a, a good one with him DJing. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, cool. Okay. I don't, think I, like, I don't like the over-the-shoulder one. I like the one that you can actually see what you're doing. Yeah. You can actually see you. Yeah, that one's okay. It just it was it was a hot night, so kind of sweating. But you know. Paulo is so is so hard. humble that he really he would rather just have just a little bit of him and just show the like the mixing board. <laughs> I thought that you know would be cool. <laughs> no, no, we're we're actually going to show you. So there and, you go. And you we'll, know where we'll I got those that. pictures from, right? Was that at Gabby's party? Yeah, but you know who took them too, right? Sam or was it? Yeah, me? no, it was Sam. Did she? Yeah. My, my daughter Sam's a great photographer. She's getting better and better every day, and um, it just does a great job. So I mean, you should use those like as your your, your you should make like a DJ page for the Polo DJ. I and put that as your does, cover. He page. has one. I do. You have a page? Yeah. 
Why? Why am I not? I was never invited or anything. I know you had a page. Yeah, I, I you do. I, yeah. Shut up. I, I can't. Hello, DJ. No, I see nothing. No, it's not called that. Well, then, how do people find it? Because well, I direct them to it. I, I talk about how you're a DJ. People are like, I'd like to hire Polo, then they can't find you, then they give the money to somebody else. Yeah, I've, I've told you before. I'll show. Are you me. annoyed? Are you annoyed that when you go out there, they're like, "What's it like working with Pags?" A jerk. Uh, a jerk. I mean, it, it you is get a lot of that is. crap. I, I get a lot. <laughs> it of is that. what it is. Is that what I really got? It is what it is. I mean, <laughs> I, I get it. I do get that a lot, though. Oh, duh. Yeah. And you're like, man, he's the greatest. I'm like, well, you know. I usually get wow. a lot of sympathy. Oh, you work with Joe Pags. Yeah. You know who gets sympathy? Me, because they know who you really are, Carrie. That's that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Let me go to Don in Mississippi. Don, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Uh, thanks for having my call. First time caller. How you doing? You bet, man. I'm living the dream. What's going on? Yeah, I'm a uh, pro-Trump person. I'm anti-Megyn Kelly. Um, I think what she did at the debate last night was uh, abhorrable. Uh, she has a whole hour show later that evening to talk about what she's going to do. But for them to go after Trump like that was just total nonsense. And uh, a couple things I'd like to say is, as well. There's an old saying that uh, when you're up to your neck in alligators, it's hard to remember that the objective was to empty the swamp. And people keep saying that they want Trump to go ahead and, and articulate what he's going to do. And it's very hard for him to do that when he's being attacked from left to right all the time. And then the moderator backs him up continually. It's totally wrong. Hey, Don, i got to ask you a couple of things. First of all, uh, which station you listen to in Mississippi? I'm the one over, I guess it's WALT, 102.1 FM. I'm Absolutely. I, I love I love WALT. I think it's an awesome station. Number two is that is once a week when, uh, Kelly, when uh, not Megan, the other, uh, the other lady was on, and I said, I'm not watching your station anymore until you put uh, Joe Fags back on. But, you know, Don, I think, I think you're probably the reason why we're back on. But having said that, um, do you think that alligator in the swamp uh, saying is just in Mississippi? Because, Carrie, have you ever heard that before? I had not, no. I've heard similar sayings about don't throw the baby out of the bathwater or uh, don't pay attention. Or you, you have to pay attention to the, to the forest and don't miss it because of the trees. Uh, or what all, But I've never heard of the alligators up to your neck. You forgot to empty the swamp. I've never heard that. That's sure. awesome. Well, sir, I was in the military. That was the same in the military. I'm a 20-year uh, retired military man. Well, thanks for your service, man. And uh, you're welcome. And, and the other thing I like to say is that I'm a, like an independent Baptist, right-wing uh, Bible biblicist. So I'm evangelical, and I'm still for Trump. Well, beautiful. Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to let you go, but before I do, to tell the truth, Carrie's kind of a pain in the ass, right? Uh, I really like the Just fact say it. You can say yes. Just say it. He doesn't want to. Don't force him no, to no, say yes. No, no, no. Just yes. say it. I am going to say it, Joe, but let me say it this <laughs> way. I think a woman that is afraid to say you're right when it's your show is a pain in the backside. Oh, Rick Thank Roll. you very much. Where's and there the you go. Rick there Roll. you go. Rick Roll we have the best call of the week right there. That's a way to go. All right, <laughs> brother. We appreciate you. 1 800 383 9624. Kerry has to leave us, but we're still going to continue on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show. All right, great to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. I told you I'd bring the interview with uh, with Jeffrey Lord. I, I talked to him yesterday, so obviously it was pre-debate. 
but I wanted to play it today. I actually held on to it for a reason. I wanted to see how what he predicted, what we talked about, would lead into the debate. We talk a lot about the establishment. We talk. He's a big-time Trump guy, and he really believes that Donald Trump is is the guy who should get this. And, and you know, we talk about how people are comparing to Reagan and so on and so forth. Plus, we talk about, you know, how Mitt Romney came out yesterday. Uh, he also almost blew up the Internet. I really do believe that the man almost blew up the Internet. It was with Van Jones, and um, that was weird to me. It really was. It was odd how that thing took off. So so we, we had a few minutes uh, yesterday. Hey, it's great to have Jeffrey Lord on. His brand new book is called What America Needs, The Case for Trump. And Jeffrey, we've seen you all over the networks here, a CNN commentator. In fact, you were viral the other day with Van Jones. How are you? I'm surviving, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel to be viral on the social media? Oh, my goodness. You know, and, and Van Jones told me the next morning, he says, do you realize we've, uh, uh, we, we have, uh, we're trending global? I you, said, you guys what, broke what the Internet. What does this mean? Oh, yeah, my goodness. You broke the Internet. I mean, it, 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 you actually probably unseated for the first time in a long time Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Way to go. <laughs> I don't know whether that's good or bad. <laughs> well, Jeffrey, I want to get into uh, what it was that you guys were, were were almost at, well, people thought it was going to be fisticuffs about. I mean, but there were some very tense moments, and, and there are still shots everywhere where he's got veins sticking out of his neck, and you're you're right there right with him. Uh, what led up to that? And, and uh, you know, when you guys aren't on set, it sounds like you and Van Jones, although polar opposites politically, get along okay. We do. We do indeed get along. I, I like him a lot as a person. Um, what led up to it was uh, our friend Essie Cup, who was sitting on the other side of right. the van, had made a reference to Donald Trump uh, and you know the, uh, this whole clan business and dog whistles and all this kind of thing. Right. You know, and I had earlier pointed out that he had you know denounced the clan several times over before this one interview with Jake Tapper, and you know for whatever reason he didn't do it, but it, it, nothing deliberate, you know, or or strategical or anything of that nature. Right. And then she she had launched into the dog whistle thing. So I started to respond, and at that <laughs> point, Van, Van jumped in to uh, lecture me about the Ku Klux Klan. And this happens to be something that I know something about, since I've written about race quite a, a, a good deal. Right. And I said, you know, look, you know, Van, the, you know, Van, you're saying all these things about the Klan, but the Klan was a leftist terrorist group. Right. It was, uh, you know, the, the armed forces of the Democratic Party, et cetera. Well, he took exception to this and then said, well, what difference does it make? And I said, Van, it makes a lot of difference <laughs> because this, what this says is that your party is willing to use race as fuel for the progressive agenda. Well, he didn't particularly like that. Yeah, well, <laughs> he didn't particularly it, like that either. But it's true. It's absolutely true. And, I mean, you've you got a guy like Robert Byrd, and now there's this this video that's that's going around the Internet again from Hillary Clinton when she was a Secretary of State, you know, bemoaning the fact that, that Byrd was such a great person and historically wonderful and great tradition that he'll be sorely missed. I mean, uh, the fact is, you're right. That party, the left in this country, whether they be progressive or Democrat or both, um, uh, will, will, on the drop of a dime, turn their back on race, or utilize it to try to get, get themselves where they want to go. That is right. That is right. And I, one of the things, I'm, I'm writing an article, to, CNN asked me to write a follow-up article on this, and yeah. one of the things I'm focusing on is there's all kinds of things in American life that we don't even think about that are connected to this. And the one example that I use is the Federal Reserve System, I mean, which was a Woodrow Wilson progressive deal. Well, the, the guy who was the, who was credited on the Federal Reserve site as being the co-founder of the uh, champion of the, creating this was a, a Congress, Virginia congressman by the name of Carter Glass. Right. Well, the guy was racist. I mean, it doesn't say it there, but I certainly know from my research he was just unbelievably racist. 
and had uh, been as a part of the Virginia Constitutional Convention in 1902, had written in specifics about the poll tax and how to discriminate against blacks. And when somebody asked him about it, he said, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. Wow. We don't want them to vote. And this is the guy, he made his career doing this, and then he gets the political power and he creates the Federal Reserve. That's how the game works, and it has always worked that way. It's Jeffrey Lord. The name of the book is What America Needs, The Case for Trump. And we spoke about a month or two ago. We spoke, I think, a little over a month ago when Sarah Palin joined the campaign. And uh, what's interesting about Donald Trump is the... Uh, the the establishment on the right, the Republican Party, I won't even say conservatives, because it's not really about conservatives right now. It's about the establishment, which you and I both know isn't necessarily conservative. They thought he would burn out. They thought that he was going to go away. It was a reality TV show. He gets some extra publicity, and then he just fades away. Not only isn't he fading away, he's dominating on the right right now. And instead of this party being smart enough to say, we'll rally around whoever it is who's the nominee, now we're hearing the Republican Party's thinking about a third-party run, uh, somebody else to challenge Trump. They're putting all their money and their support behind Rubio. What did they miss about this guy, and what have they done so wrong so far? Well, there's two things here, I think. Number one that has nothing to do with Donald Trump is just the, the general incompetence of the, of the Republican leadership on the Hill, where they deliberately, you know, they, they go out and they campaign that they're going to repeal Obamacare or they're going to overturn executive amnesty or right. they're going to do this, that, and the other thing. Then they get there. And they give you 20 reasons why they not only that they can't do it, but then they go along with Obama, right? And you know, furthering his agenda. A four point one, four point one, a four point one trillion dollar budget that didn't even get a wink. I mean, they just passed it right on. Correct. That's absolutely correct. And they do this kind of thing all the time. So that's separate and apart from Trump. Into this situation comes Trump, who agrees with the criticism of the establishment, who was once himself a gold-plated member of the establishment. And goes after him for it. And the, and the fact of his, you know, like Ronald Reagan or, say, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he, he's a cultural force, you know, that right. separate and apart from politics. And everybody in America knows who he is and has known for decades. So you, you pull that in there, and the impact, the explosion here is tremendous. And you see these crowds, et cetera. I mean, I had somebody at my door here in central Pennsylvania on, when it was 19 degrees carrying a petition to run as a Trump delegate. Uh, working the neighborhood here. I mean, it, the passion these people have for this is incredible. Well, in, in every one the of the establishment super- has totally missed it. No, I, and I couldn't agree more. It's Jeffrey Lord. The name of the book is What America Needs, The Case for Trump. What's amazing to me is that the GOP, even on the heels of we just saw a Super Tuesday that set a record in every Super Tuesday state for the Republicans. We had more people turn out than we've ever seen. 20,000 Democrats in Massachusetts switched to Republican. Now, that might have been for nefarious reasons, but they switched to Republican. We've got more people. The, the, what happened in Minnesota alone in the caucus there was mayhem because so many people showed up. Why isn't the GOP rallying around this and really enjoying the fact that more people are at least paying attention and they're paying attention to their side? They think, I mean, they think of themselves, I have to say, and this was true in Ronald Reagan's day when he was running for president. They did the same sort of thing, and uh, they treat the, the party as a country club. And Reagan accused them of, his words were, uh, this is not a fraternal order. Right, right. <laughs> this is a political party, and we want to bring in new people. And he specifically said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go out and get Democrats, Republicans, independents, and he did. And it worked. And it seems that's what Donald Trump is doing. He's bringing in Democrats. He's bringing in Republicans that haven't really voted before. He's bringing in independents. He's bringing in people who've never 
participated in political life before. This is what you want in a political party. Far from destroying the party, he is energizing the party, bringing all these new people in, and, you know, hooray for him. It's Jeffrey Lord. The name of the book is What America Needs, The Case for Trump. You've seen him on television. He blew up the Internet a little while ago with Van (laughs) Jones. He's that guy. Um, All right. I've got to ask you about Mitt Romney. We've got all the audio and video we need from 2012 with Mitt Romney kissing Donald Trump's ring and accepting his support. And Donald Trump was making robocalls for him and raised a ton of money for his campaign. He went on and on about what a great uh, businessman he is, what a great leader he is, what a great voice he is. And then today he did a complete one. 80 on Donald Trump and said he's not a good businessman. Everything's failed. He's a con artist. He's he's uh, he, he's no good. Uh, he's tricking. What what are we what are we looking at here, Jeffrey? Why would he do this about face? And is he really that controlled by by the establishment? I mean, he is the establishment. I mean, this is exactly to go back to what we were saying before. This is exactly the problem. These people will say one thing and then they do another. And he did what he felt he needed to do to get Donald Trump's endorsement, which he very much wanted in 2012. And now, now he's he's you know doing this 180, as you say. This is typical of the establishment class of the Republican Party, the ruling class, I should say, of the Republican Party. This is why the base of the party can't stand these people. Not only and, did Romney lose though in 2012, he lost badly. Does he really? Is he so full of himself? And he doesn't appear to be this kind of guy. But is he is he so full of himself that he thinks walking out on stage and speaking for 20 minutes about Donald Trump that we the people who who well many of us supported him, but we, the people, some of us sat on our hands to not support him, are going to listen to what he has to say and take that as some, some sort of truth? I mean, yeah, he, he I mean, probably does think that. It's Jeffrey Lord. We'll have him complete that answer when we come back. And much more to get to with him. Yes, he's the guy that dusted it up with Van Jones the other night on CNN, and it blew up the Internet. Um, he's got a brand-new book out. We'll talk more about that as well. Your phone calls, too, on a free speech Friday, 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you chatting with Jeffrey Lord, CNN contributor. has got a brand new book out. My question to him, my wonderment is, so Romney walks out, gives a speech, gets all this network time, this news network time, and um, uses that time to not attack Hillary Clinton, not attack Bernie Sanders, but to attack people who are running in the Republican Party. And he lost four years ago badly when he should have won. He, it was his to, to lose, and he lost it. And um, I, did he really think that we would just stop what we were doing? And say, oh, well, Mitt Romney said so. We better listen to him. He apparently does think that. And and I, I say, you know, I was asked on CNN about this the other night if if he was going to do something because word was starting to leak that he was going to do something. And I said, you know, heck, I'll I'll help pay his airfare. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, because I think that you know what he's done today has been an enormous boost for Donald Trump. I mean, I, he just 
perfectly embodies what's wrong here. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that Trump's numbers will go up. Um, it, when, when it comes to Trump, and the name of the book is What America Needs, The Case for Trump, the writer, Jeffrey Lord, you see him on CNN, he's a contributor there. You see him fighting with Van Jones and blowing up the Internet, all that. Um, the fact is, Donald Trump has gone from all of these people, from uh, Ruse to, to uh, from Rubio, I mean, to Cruz, to, to all the others who are on stage. He donated to all of them. He supported Romney. They all were in love with this guy until they had to compete with him. Is it fair game for them just to say things like he didn't uh, you know, borrow a million dollars from his father? He actually inherited $200 million. Is it fair for them to say he's the best businessman, one of the best we have in America? He's not only not a good businessman, he's dead broke and he won't release his tax returns. I mean, they are quite literally chipping away at everything they ever said about him. How do they get away with that? And do you think they do it to try to put him off kilter on tilt tonight for another debate? Yeah, I think that is what they're trying to do, and I don't think they're going to get away with it. I, I, I mean, I, I just think that the base of the party sees this, and they see it exactly for what it is, and they're not going to—they're not going to, you know, pitch in. What uh, happens at the, the end lead. of this? What, what happens at the end of this? Does does the GOP? Does the Republican establishment have to bite the bullet and support this guy? He's going to run the table. He's probably going to be the nominee. Although I'm a Cruz guy, I really do think that Trump is going to be the nominee. Do they have to swallow their pride and say, for the sake of the party, we must back him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are some. I've seen a couple of congressmen already saying they refuse to do it, and there are some out there that say already that they will support him. I mean, he's got Governor Christie, he's got Senator Sessions. I mean, not exactly twins here in the right. ideological sense of the GOP. Right. Uh, that's called uniting the base, and I think Donald Trump really can unite them. But these these jerks. I mean, it's you know their way or the highway, and that's the way they play the game and have always done it. It's Jeffrey Lord, brand new book, What America Needs, The Case for Trump. Go and get it. It's a great read. Jeffrey, last question. Are the people who are protesting, are the people who are saying he's anti-Hispanic or that he's pro-white supremacist, are the people that are buying the BS? Because he never said those things. He never said he was anti-Hispanic. All he said was, we want to stop those who are coming here illegally from coming across the border. We want immigration. We want them to do it legally. He disavowed David Duke and the KKK immediately. And then, as you said, when he was talking to Tapper, either he couldn't hear him or he just didn't do it at that moment. But he disavowed it 15 different times before and after that interview. Do the people who are protesting really believe he's a racist? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Consistent that he hates Mexicans and hates black people, or is this all part of the political game to try to paint that picture for those who aren't paying attention to believe it? I think it's I think it's a mix of, of both. Okay. I think it's a mix of both. I mean, watch it, listening to Mitt Romney today, and he repeated the lies that you know about lies, yeah. Mexican immigrants. It's not about Mexican immigrants. It's about illegal right. immigrants. Right. And he just he just stood right there and looked America in the eye and lied. Uh, you know, that's pretty pretty bold. Well, he and he, he lied about each and every one of those issues right down the line. And the thing is, there doesn't seem to be a check and balance system where regular voters can say, let me go check what Mitt just said. Either you believe Mitt or you believe Trump, and there's really nothing in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's true. And I I, I just think that he, you know, is like nitroglycerin here. I mean, he's just going to blow this up. And, and, I mean, people really are upset with him, and, and uh, they'll take him on. 
they will take him on. It's an absolute pleasure to talk to you again. His name is Jeffrey Lord. He's a CNN contributor. You'll see him there attempting to break the Internet on any given night. (laughs) (laughs) The the name of the book is What America Needs, The Case for Trump. Jeffrey, always appreciate the time. Hey, thank you, my friend, Joe. I appreciate it. Really glad to talk to Jeffrey. And, uh, you know, I think that he's got some good insight. I I really, I mean, honestly, they blew up the Internet. I've actually posted now, and Karina, thank you. I posted now the video of he and Van Jones going at it. And um, also the audio of that interview you just heard, if you'd like to hear it again, just stop by JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on Facebook. Click on Twitter. It's going to be on both places. And uh, you can go and check it out, spread it around, send it to your friends, whatever. We'll also have it in the newsletter later on. You can sign up for the newsletter on JoePags.com. Scroll down. Just put in your email address and click on subscribe. Let me go to the phone lines. And unlike other, other places, they don't have to pay me any money or anything to subscribe to the email thing. Let me go to the phone lines and say hello and welcome to Garrett in Texas. Hi, Garrett. What's going on? Well, sir, I haven't heard hey. you say it, but I haven't been listening for the whole show today because I just got off work. But uh, I just got a message on my phone from Fox. Uh, my Fox app saying that uh, Ben Carson officially suspended his campaign, and I think that's yeah, I mean he did, he did, yeah, he, he he did that right after Super Tuesday. I mean, we knew that was happening. Yeah, we yeah, yeah we all knew. It. But uh, you think that's going to help Trump at all? Because I mean, I feel like Carson's almost a uh, polite version of Trump, and at least with his politics seem to be similar. Well, I think the argument can be made that it'll help Trump because Ben Carson and Trump are both outsiders. Neither one has been a politician. They've both been in the private sector. I think that an argument can be made for that. I also think that it helps Cruz out because Cruz is also somebody who's in the government who's also looked at as an outsider. I think Ben Carson probably closer to Cruz and his beliefs than he is with Trump well, because he- Trump has changed a lot of things. So I think it could help either one of them. I don't think it helps either Rubio or Kasich. Because, I mean, Trump and Carson are both, both with similar uh, uh, gun control and everything. They, 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 they don't believe in, like, quite, quite as free uh, Second Amendment as Cruz is and everything. They've, had, they've made some anti-gun statements and everything, as well as uh, some other key issues like that that a lot of conservatives yeah, but then, uh, but then last night you see you see Trump says I'm pro Second Amendment. Everybody should have guns, and, and I and I and I disavow yeah. what I said 20 years ago. So I mean, he's changed that a lot. I think I think the Carson said one thing about guns in the inner city, and then he changed the, his thoughts on that. Generally speaking, and I've interviewed Carson a couple of times. I've interviewed Cruz a lot of times. I think they're closer when it comes to issues than any other two candidates that were out there. So I think that it could it could help Cruz, but probably just from the outsider um, aspect, probably will help Trump. I appreciate you, man. Thanks. Open line, 1-800-383-9624, 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. We come back. I will bring up that Seek story. I'll tell you the NFL player that said that he does spank his kids, and there's a specific reason why he does that. So we've got that going on for you, which is nice. And also, some people need either massage therapists or psychologists because Donald Trump is doing so well. Not making it up. No, no, I'm serious. Joe Pags Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. 
Hey, great to have you along for the ride. It's the Joe Pags Show. Great radio stations across the land. JoePags.com, iHeartRadio 2 on a Friday. A free speech Friday. Free speech Friday. Ah, freedom. Uh huh. Say what? Bring it down. 1-800-383-9624. JoePags.com. At Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the email, it's all right there. Station list for the Monday through Friday show. Sponsors. The articles that I've written, I wrote an article about Romney yesterday. Click on that. Go leave a comment. You can leave it right from your Facebook account, so it makes it easy for you. A lot going on this hour. A lot to get to, but not before we give you a little of that. It is JPS. Indeed, Mark. Let's go. When I heard Joe Pags on my radio. Sorry, I can't help but sing along. Let's go. Now I listen every day. I don't miss the Joe Pags show. I do the JPS. Yes, you do. Talking about the JPS. Well, I can see him dancing when he plays that sax. Quite the dancer, cutting a rug. That's what I do for you. And if you're gonna call Joe, better know your facts. Uh, that's a fact. <laughs> you know he might let you ramble a minute or two. Love you like a brother while he's hanging up on you. Indeed. Yes. JPS, the Joe Pack Show. Now Joe and Carrie, Karina Polo, a different kind of talk radio. Have a little fun, get a lot of news. Joe Pack Show. Hey, it's what I do. The Joe Pack Show. Oh, it's what I want. The Joe Pack Show. You know that's what we need. The Joe Pack Show. I think it's Joe Pack's time. You ready for Joe Pack's? Turn up that radio. Exactly right. All right, I promise you the story about this Sikh. Um, and again, if you're not if you're not clear on what a Sikh is, it's S I K H. It's a culture. It's a religion. They wear turbans. They have beards. Um, and, and this is from the Army Times. Sikh Army Captain sues DOD Department of Defense to keep beard and turban. This is from Kevin Lilly from the Army Times. A Ranger qualified Bronze Star wearing captain. Filled suit, or filed, he said, suit against the de- the Defense Department on Monday seeking permission to wear a turban and maintain his long hair and beard while in uniform in adherence to his Sikh faith, a permanent waiver already awarded to the last three other Sikh soldiers. The court filing obtained Tuesday by Army Times also alleges that Captain Sim Raptol, I'm not sure, Singh, um, assistant operations officer with the 349th Engineer Battalion out of Fort Belvoir or Belvoir. You think that's Belvoir, Polo? What do you think? B e l v o i r, Belvoir. Sounds good. Sounds French. Could be Belvoir um, in Virginia. If you know what it is in Virginia, I'm sorry. I've I've, I've not seen that before. Has been um, asked to undergo non-standard discriminatory testing 
involving the fit of his gas mask and helmet as a result of his request for uh, religious accommodation, including orders to report for a multiple-day test at Aberdeen Proving Ground in Maryland. Army lawyers agreed to postpone those tests after being questioned Monday by the U.S. District Court Judge Burl A. Howell, according to a news release from the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty, a nonprofit law firm that specializes in cases involving religious freedom and expression. The test will be delayed until Friday, uh, today, said a spokesman for the Sikh Coalition, which also has attorneys representing Singh. A final decision on the test could come Wednesday. We believe the court will end the Army's discriminatory ban on observant Sikhs in the military, uh, a person's name who I can't pronounce, legal director for the Sikh Coalition, said Monday. Sikh Americans have proven time again that they can serve with honor and excellence. Look, I'm not arguing that you can serve with honor and excellence, but my argument would be this. Do you really not have a right to have a, a dress code? Seriously? I mean, I worked at Domino's Pizza. The dress code was you couldn't have hair to your collar, had to be above your collar, couldn't have sideburns past your ears, you couldn't have a beard, you couldn't have any hair underneath your, your top lip, you could have a mustache, and you had to be clean-shaven otherwise. You know, the, the, the New York Yankees, you, you ever notice there are no players on the Yankees with goatees or beards? Why? Because they don't allow them. It's part of the dress code. In this country, you're allowed to have a dress code. But then you cross that, that line of, but is the government restricting his ability to worship as he sees fit? Well, he doesn't have to work there. He doesn't have to work as an army, as an army, uh, an army captain or, or a ranger or anything else. I appreciate his service, and I understand his service, and I get it. And I get that he has religious beliefs. And I'm not saying stop being a Sikh to serve your country. But why is it that we never go to the religion and say, hey, I'm an Army Ranger, and as part of my Army Ranger uniform in operations I may take part in, I have to wear a gas mask. And the fact that religiously I have to have a beard, that's going to stop my gas mask from being effective. Think about it. If a person has a beard, the gas mask is not going to seal And the man's literally going to put himself in danger. That's why there's a dress code for no beards. Plus, in the military, there's there's a dress code in basic training where everybody has to look the same. You're just a bunch of you know a a bunch of numbers until you make it past that point. But if that's the dress code, isn't that the dress code? I have nothing against Sikhs. I have nothing against Muslims who also, if they're they're you know following the religion very closely, have to have beards. I have nothing against anybody who thinks they have to have a beard. I am against, however. The idea that you can't have a dress code. I I really am. What if my religion says I may not wear closed shoes? I have to wear sandals. Do I have to tell the army you have to let me wear sandals? Honestly, what if my religion or my form of of Christianity says I have to not only wear a rosary around my neck, which, by the way, stop wearing, wearing rosaries around your neck. That's not what they're for. But I have to wear a rosary around my neck, and it has to be seen on the outside of my uniform every time. Can the Army really not tell me, sorry, that's not part of the of your uniform. You can't wear it like that. At what point do we say, hey, listen, you are a free, liberated American. You do not have to be in the Army. You don't have to serve your country. We appreciate your valor. We appreciate your bravery. We appreciate your desire to serve. But, man, you know, the religious constraints or the religious, you know, traditions that you follow actually are going to inhibit your ability to, to serve, Or you can go and get a waiver from your religion. For some reason, we always get the waiver from the government. That doesn't make sense to me. Listen, I am more than willing to hear your thoughts on this, but it's pretty cut and dried. Every other industry in this country, other than government, 
can set a dress code, but the government can't because somehow that's squelching his ability to to worship as he sees fit. No, he can worship however he wants. He just doesn't have to work there. And if he loves his job, I think he'll go and talk to the leaders in the Sikh religion. That just makes sense to me. 1-800-383-9624. Kenny is in Mississippi. Kenny, what's going on? Hey. Hey. You there living the dream? I'm living the dream, Kenny. Talk to me. It's actually Jamie. Oh, but I'll call I'll, you Jamie, although I'll it says Kenny. No but problem. I'll call you Jamie. What's going on? I agree with everything you said. One thing that I saw in one of the articles that came out talking about this is that this guy is a West Point graduate. Yeah. Now, how did you make it through West Point? He was, was clean shaven. Okay. No, I, no I would believe that. No I would no believe no that he was. I would think so too. Uh, clean shaven and wearing a turban. No, I, I don't think that he was probably wearing the turban either, but I think that there were some other seat cases that were successful, and now he's going now to he's also go board. for it. Well, I, that's yeah. what I think. I'm going to do a little bit more research and make sure of that, but I would think that if you're at West Point, I've never, ever heard of anybody at West Point with a beard and a turban. Have you? Never. But West I'll check into Point it. I, I think it's a great question. Anywhere. And I'd also like to say I love you and uh, Carrie going back and forth. D- does she not have some vino? No, no, she's usually drunk for the show, yeah. Oh, okay. Kenny, I appreciate you. Or Jamie, sorry. I'm still calling him Kenny. It's Jamie. Uh, we appreciate you calling in. 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations all over the place. 1-800-383-9624. JoePags.com. More on the Seek. Here's some information. Singh decided to request a waiver to um, Army appearance standards in October. The complaint states about a month before he was scheduled to report for Fort Belvoir, he's removed his turban and cut his hair and beard throughout his career in uniform, beginning with his admission to the U.S. Military Academy. The suit states that he inquired about a waiver before beginning classes, but that he'd succumbed under pressure and adhered to grooming standards. It was a decision Singh constantly regretted, according to the filing, but one he'd lived with throughout his time at West Point, graduating in 2010. He completed ranger school without any special dietary requests, giving the meat included in his rations, many, but not all, Sikhs or vegetarians, to other soldiers and losing 30 pounds in the process. The complaint states he would earn a bronze star for leading more than 150 route clearance patrols in Kandahar, Afghanistan, and added several other commendations throughout his career. After the, his initial request for religious accommodation, Singh received temporary waivers that eventually were extended to the end of the month. The suit hopes to make the waivers permanent, similar to those granted to at least three other Sikh Army officers, all in medical professions. Come on, dude. So he did it. He complied. He did what the dress code was. 
Um, he, he didn't ask for any special dietary um, you know, specifications. He gave the meat that was in whatever the, the packs were to those who were serving with him. So he was able to adjust to what the dress code is, what the food you know order is, and now suddenly, because I guess some other Sikhs got, and they shouldn't have gotten waivers either, now I'm going to wear my turban, I'm going to wear my, my beard, that's the way it's going to be, deal with it. There is a legitimate cause for concern. If he needs to wear a gas mask, and somebody's using some sort of an agent that requires you wear a gas mask, and it doesn't seal right, he's in big trouble, and he's leading people. Um, also, the dress code is the dress code. Why, why can't there be a dress code? You know, the Constitution doesn't say the United States government can't do anything. It doesn't say it can't have standards at all. No, what it does is it protects our, our religious freedoms and many other freedoms and actually stops. It prohibits the, the government from forcing us to change religion or to endorse one religion over another. Nobody's making him stop being a Sikh. Nobody is making him become a Christian or a Jew. Nobody's forcing him to get on his hands and knees and pray to Jesus Christ. What they're saying is, hey, sure, you can have the job, and man, you're a brave guy, and we, we love that you that you want to serve and that you love the country, but here here's the dress code. It's kind of simple to me. I don't know. 1-800-383-9624 on a free speech Friday. It's uh, the Joe Pag Show. By the way, psychologists and massage therapists are reporting Trump anxiety among their clients. This is from the Washington Post that is a far left-wing rag. Uh, Written by Paul Schwartzman. To the catalog of anxieties her patients explored during therapy, marriage, children, and careers, psychologist Allison Howard is now listening to a new source of stress, the political rise of Donald Trump. In recent days, at least two patients have invoked the Republican frontrunner, including one who talked at length about being disturbed that Trump can be so divisive and popular at the same time, said Howard, who practices in the district. What had happened to Trump during his childhood, the patient wanted to know, to make him such a bad person. Quote, he has stirred people up, Howard said. We've been told our whole lives not to say bad things about people, to not be bullies, to not ostracize people based on their skin color. We have these social mores, and he breaks all of them, and he's successful, and people are wondering how he gets away with it. Wow, this 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 doctor is kind of an idiot. Hand-wringing over Trump's rapid climb, the writer writes, once confined to Washington's political establishment, is now palpable among everyday Americans who are growing more anxious over the prospect of the billionaire reaching the White House. You know, they should. he should also talk about, this writer should also talk about how people are also, you know, larger numbers are hoping that he does get to the White House. Why are they pretending that only one thing's happening here? It's really kind of weird. Story continues with each new Trump victory in the GOP primaries. Democrats and Republicans alike are sharing their alarm with friends over dinner, with strangers over social media, and in some cases with their therapists. A recent Washington Post, ABC News poll showed that 69% of Americans said the idea of President Trump made them anxious. Well, guess what? If 69% don't want him to be the president, he won't be the president. It's really that simple. If that many people, that much of a majority of Americans don't want him to be the president, he won't be. So stop writing stupid stories with made-up numbers. For some, Trump's diatribes against undocumented immigrants, that's illegal immigrants, Mexicans and Muslims, wasn't just about Mexicans, about illegally in our country Mexicans or from Mexico, 
Uh, it wasn't about all Muslims. It was about the fact that there are people who want to come here as refugees that we can't do background check. Why do I have to clarify and fact check a, a an article written by what I thought was a journalistic outlet, although it's far left wing? I shouldn't have to. But I have to because people will write whatever they want, and there are some out there, probably not listening to my show, who would just believe this crap. If you've got Trump anxiety and you're you're seeing you're seeking therapy or a massage because of it, you are one of these doofuses. Seriously, one of these dorks that needs a safe zone away from offensive speech. You are one of these losers that thinks that we shouldn't be keeping score for our kids when they play t-ball or soccer. You're one of these doofuses that thinks that everybody should get a participation trophy so they all feel good about it, no matter how good or how bad you are. I have a better idea. Maybe show the last place team what the first place trophy looks like and then suggest to that last place team and the players they're in that they try harder and learn how to be better. I have an idea. Don't seek a safe zone when you hear something offensive. Realize that we live in a country that allows for, for free speech, especially offensive speech, and make sure that your voice is heard just as vocally. What's the problem? I don't understand why we can't get back to the basics. These are good traditions. These are good basics. And it's okay for you to dislike Trump and to not want Trump and to vote against him and rail against him. It's it, To me, it's completely delusional to go and pay somebody to talk through your issues with a person you don't know and that you're only believing what's being said about. That's dumb. To that end... You know, James Harrison is a great football player, been playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a long time. Actually retired, then came back. He's the guy that six or eight months ago said no, 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 and and gave back the participation trophies that his sons were given. You don't, if you didn't earn it, if you didn't place, if you didn't go out there and get it and work for it, then I don't want you to have it. And if you did work for it, then give then give him a first place trophy or give him, you know, th- this participation ribbon or participation trophy thing, he's not buying it. Well, now he's been on some special parenting um, program with Steve Harvey. And he talked about how he spanks his kids. Polo, did you see the reason why he spanks his kids? No, I didn't see that. So that they, quote, won't grow up to be privileged buttholes. Okay. <laughs> that's that, Those are his words. I'm pretty sure we're safe with that word. Um, that's he does. And, and I would guess he might have even wanted to use stronger language. But he said so they don't grow up to be privileged little jerks, basically. Privileged little jerks that need a safe zone away from speech. That that uh, you know are mad because somebody kept score and they actually struck out. Man, when I struck out, I worked twice as hard in practice to never strike out again. Kid strikes out today, gets five more pitches. It's weird, man. It's just complete 180. I completely respect what James Harrison has to say about this. And yeah, I spanked my kids as they grew up. A nice swat to the rear end, not going to leave any, any any sort of permanent damage, either mentally or physically, but lets them know, you But you got to listen to mom and dad, because I don't want you to, to run out in front of that truck. If I say, come here, you just come here, don't question it. It's that simple. But there are people that will hear this and say, how disgusting is that? How horrific is that? You're abusing your children. Now, I just don't want children to grow up and not try. I don't want children to grow up and not listen to authority and understand that you're going to have a boss at a job or a teacher at your school or a parent that you have to respect. Joe Pag Show, coming back. This is the Joe Pag Show. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.